All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Must win game if you want to win the division. We're talking about that and more today on the show. Let's get into the lead. Good. Yeah. If I don't play with the mic, then it wouldn't be a giant. Game. Yeah, I guess. Uh, welcome into Oilers Nation every day, streaming live on the Oilers Nation YouTube and streaming live from the Sports Closet Studio. Check them out online, sportscloset.ca. It is a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. And as far as game days go, this is an extra giant one. Edmonton taking on the LA Kings, one of two head to head matchups with the LA Kings between now and the end of the season. And when you look at the standings, these are just massive, 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 massive four-point swings. Did you say they're massive? They're massive four-point swings. Jack. Okay. <laughs> uh, right now, the Edmonton Oilers sit one point back of the LA Kings. They sit three points back of the Vegas Golden Knights. All three teams are in action. When you sit through the months of December and January, those slog fest games, and you grind through the middle of the season, you do it all because of nights like tonight. You'll be scoreboard watching very intently. You'll be keeping an eye, obviously, on the Oilers game because they control their own fate in a way right now. Um, This is just, again, a huge opportunity tonight for this team to prove that they are the class of the division and to put themselves in a spot where they can make a strong charge in their final six games for the top spot in the division. Because if you lose tonight to LA, you're not winning the division. Yeah, 
Exam week continues for the Edmonton Oilers, and this is a final test. Well, let me throw wow. this your way then before we get into what the YouTube chat is saying. You called it exam week mm-hmm. eight days ago, or six days ago, sorry. And it was yes. two against Vegas, one against Arizona, and then today against LA. They're 2-0-1 so far through those three games. So what letter grade would you give their performance over the last nine periods plus uh, OT? I think B plus. You got a point in every game. Dominated Vegas on home ice thanks to Jonathan Quick not being very good. Mm -hmm. You guys must have just loved that. That was nice. That was nice. But it's good. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) you you said that's his current current brand, and he delivered in spades. What uh, what grade would you give the Oilers over the last three games? Um, I give an A. I think I would too. I think an A minus is where I would go. Like again, three wins, you're A A plus. plus. Yeah. But like when they only miss out on one, I know. So then it's an A. How are you A minus? Yeah, that's a good point. A minus would be maybe two wins and an O. No, uh, two and one, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's been a decent run. And if you go three, O and one over this stretch, (laughs) you just shootout loss. Yeah, maybe a shootout we'll loss. Or like day, but like, much all I care about is points. I don't care how the games play out. Anyways, uh, like I said, we're live. The YouTube chat is bumping. Austin Gordon had the first like and the first comment. So he dropped in a nice booyah. Scotty91, Hope McDavid has a big night tonight. Yes, the slumping. What did you? Was that a weird? I got to read you the You got to put more emphasis behind it, Tyler. He didn't sit there and go, booyah. He did have. He, no, he didn't. He went, booyah. Yeah, you don't, you feel boo. Yeah, you don't, you just don't say it, you know? Fair. Um, Connor McDavid, the slumping Connor McDavid comes into this game on a nine game point streak, but he was held without a shot on goal against the Vegas Golden Knights. He has not scored in three straight games. Are we sounding the alarm bells? I mean, I think he had three points against Vegas. I think he's focused on his teammates now. Like, I think maybe 60 was on his vision board and not 70. And now it's about getting Nuge where he's going, Dry where he's going, and Kane where he's going. Connor McDavid has gone three games without a goal, one, two, three times so far this season. His goalless streak has only reached four once this season. So he'll probably be on the hunt tonight. I think tonight is a five-six shot on goal game. I think, especially in a divisional game against the LA Kings, Connor McDavid probably comes into this one going, All right, I want to put my stamp on this matchup. I want to strike the fear of it was God. It's a divisional game last mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like against LA, likely first round opponent. You kind of had some beef with them last likely year. For now. Likely for now, yeah. Um, I think Connor McDavid could just go pedal to the floor and again want to strike the fear of God into the Kings. Like that, we we can say that every game. Connor Ten, so you don't okay, floor. yeah, you know what? You're right. Tonight is just not even a big game at all. Connor McDavid won't have any extra motivation. Might as well be playing Columbus. Well, he might yeah? need some extra motivation against Columbus. We're gonna get points off him exactly. This season. Maybe sure. he shouldn't think he's playing Columbus. Might as well Tyler. be playing Montreal. Like, you know, come on, Jay. If they had that same mentality when they went it's up against Columbus, David, man. You, think he, he, you think he doesn't want to go ham every night? There, You're telling me there are not games where Connor McDavid has an extra little oomph? Has Playoffs. A, has an extra little Playoffs. wants to shoot the puck more? Yeah. Well, he definitely to get to 60, he was definitely shooting more than normal. There you go. Last time he went on this little streak where he didn't score in, what did you say, three games, three mm-hmm. or four games? He went on, didn't he go on a massive run where he scored in like six straight or something like that? Yeah, Maybe he's still he still wants 70. Yeah. Maybe he's just going to go on a on a 10, 10 goal, five game heater. He's done that, tonight. right? I, well, I know he's done that. Yeah. He's done virtually anything you can do <laughs> in the game of hockey. Yeah. Name the stat. He's done it. Well, there it was. Sorry. So after not scoring for th- four, four straight, straight games, 
Connor McDavid's got two against Philly, two against Pittsburgh, two against Columbus, two against Boston, and two against the Jets. So only one more night off. And then he's going streaking. I think tonight's going to be a big <laughs> night for number 97. That is what I was getting at. He has not scored in over five shots on goal. And considering he scores on average once in every five shots, or he has so far oh, this the season. The math is working. The math is working in Next Connor shot McDavid's is in. Favor. Yep, the next Guaranteed. shot. McDavid Kane first Addy goal scorer. Coming. Yeah, we also are due for... Uh, Probably, what, four or five games since the last... It was Seattle, right? So what is it? One, two, three, four, five. I think it's five, yeah. So, or so in the next four games, he's going to get a hat trick. It's math. <laughs> you betting math, it? Certain. You betting it? I don't think tonight. Ah, he loves eating up the Kings. Actually, hmm, might be. Yeah, like yeah, it. a few bucks doesn't hurt. Um, there are a lot of comments that I want to get to. Uh, Guitar Maniac says Tyler woke up and chose to wear that hoodie under a Jays jersey. It's got red. The Jays logo has red as well. Where's the red on the hoodie? This is a red hoodie. That is maroon. Oh, yeah, that is maroon. It works. It's a dark purple. Like, uh, where, where do you see the relation to red? <laughs> I've, I've always viewed this hoodie as red. Because that no, makes sense. My dad's colorblind. I'm not. This is your dad could probably tell that's maroon. It's probably not actually. Um, no, this is okay. Well, whatever. I thought I looked fine. Uh, Doctor Gonzo put in the hand. Like, look on, look on the camera. There's the red in the logo, and then your hoodie. You're saying yeah, there they're is, different shades of red, oh but they're God. still red. Is brown a shade of red? <laughs> it's close to red on the color spectrum. Sure. Roy G. Biv. Uh, uh, Okay, sure. You know what? That one came after me, so I'm coming after you at the next one. Dr. Gonzo commented the shaking hands thing, and he said, Jay and talking over the guys. <laughs> Amen. Hey man, I'm, I'm a passionate person. I'm here to disrupt the show, not provide any value. Tyler Mulek says it's basically purple. Um, Thank you, Tyler. Someone else said it's burgundy. Burgundy's a shade of red. Oh, my God. No, it's not. What are we doing here? I if you had I- to classify like a brick, like a whatever. <laughs> what color would you say it is? If red. It's a, if, well, if it's a red brick, I'd but say like it's, it's red. probably technically burgundy. Brick brown. Uh, no, <laughs> shut up. Shut oh up. my God. <laughs> All right. Is, is, uh, is what I'm wearing a shade of red? According to your color, color spectrum, <laughs> it is. 47 votes in the poll. What color is Tyler's hoodie? But maroon and red are basically the same thing. (laughs) That's like black and white are the same thing. What are you talking about? Wow, I can't believe the amount of people who say this. Yeah, because their fucking eyes work, man. (laughs) I've been living my life with this as like a go-to red hoodie of mine. Oh, man. Oh, wow. What a damn. So, yeah, like what color are the Flames jerseys through your eyes? Well, those, yeah, like those are red, but like. Are you sure? Because if that's red, then those are yellow. Probably a shade of pink to tell. <laughs> yeah, probably a light pink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul Campbell, I'm a brick layer, and bricks are redder than that hoodie. <laughs> uh, Austin Gordon says he's colorblind and says everything's very gray. <laughs> and uh, Pratt Nesky says, I got a fresh haircut, and I did. Then he asked if I'm going to the game tonight, and I am. So I hope to see some people there. Uh, Seven o'clock puck drop as well. Amen. Oh, that's nice. That's Amen. That is uh, very good. I honestly was debating not going to the game. It was an 8 or 8.30 start. I was like, I don't know if I want that. But 7 o'clock, that's manageable. Oh, very manageable. Mm-hmm. Very manageable. It's uh, also Jersey opening day, Major League Baseball. That's, it's always an exciting day. Like the next three months of baseball really don't matter all that much. But today feels like it matters a lot, you know? It's, it's now and then September. Yeah, 100%. 
hundred percent. Uh, Vince is trying to get this thing back on track. He says gut feeling from a longtime Oilers fan Oilers lose tonight with a chance to finally push for top spot in the division and conference, but win in LA and Anaheim both games. So he thinks, you know, they're going to pull away and then bring us right back into it in well, a little bit. The reality is, is I hope you're wrong. Um, but the Kings did lose in Calgary. They did. And the Kings are a good team. So mm-hmm. like, do they slide? Maybe. But they're going to be pretty motivated to win themselves. Removing the implications yeah. just of what this game means. The fact that they also lost the previous game in Calgary. Yeah, you always almost prefer the team to go into Calgary and win. Yeah. But in this case, we needed them to lose to Calgary. So yeah, that it's, it's a weird closer. world right now. It's just confusing for what you're cheering yeah. for. It is a big matchup. The Kings are playing some great hockey as of late. Here's what Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft had to say about this matchup. Uh, this courtesy of Jason Greger. They have a lot of good players. We have a lot of good players and both teams are playing well. It comes down to who wants it more. Yes, these two teams in points percentage so far this month have just been absolutely lights out. In the month of March, the LA Kings have an 833 points percentage. The Oilers are tied with the Wild for second at an 821 points percentage. Vegas and Vancouver round out the top five in the entire NHL. The top five teams in the month of March and have people all say the, the West. West is weak. That is West exactly is hot. hot. Now, what is the goals against average? Well, the goals against in the month of March for the Oilers is not good. 3.57, that is the highest mark of any team in the top 10 of points percentage. And we'll get a look here at exactly how these five teams have stacked up to each other. Um, But the Oilers' power play has been very good, and they've been scoring a ton of goals. 4.71 goals goals for per game. That's insane. It is 0.42 goals ahead of second in the NHL. Almost half a goal better than any other team in the NHL. Over the last 30 days, the issue is, yes, the goals against, which is bottom 10 in the NHL. The offense, I have honestly no concerns that the offense will continue to hum along the rest of the season and into the playoffs. But some pressure on them to really get that goals against kind of ironed out. They are special. What's what's the Kings goals against? The LA Kings goals against in this month? Mm -hmm. The exact opposite of the spectrum. 2.08 goals against per game in the month so far. So they have been preventing offense at a well, just exceptional We're going to find out how good they are defensively, really, when they go up against our dynamic duo. And Nuge, the yep. trio. Yeah. And the LA the Kings. Quattro. The other thing is they've been preventing shots at a very, very good rate in the month of March. They are second best in the NHL. 23.55 shots against per game at five on five. That's dangerous. Uh, scoring chances against at five on five. They are the seventh best in the NHL. So again, it's kind of what's the saying? Unstoppable force versus an immovable object tonight. Like this Oilers offense and the Kings defensive play and goaltending going head to head. Something's got to give. Trying to quote some physics here. Well, it made sense. Liam, you context. might appreciate this. The dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. Now for the three, the trio, we call them the three tenors. I think that would work. Yeah. That'd be a good one, actually. Yeah. But you're you're aware of their work? Yeah. I'm yeah, familiar, I figured as much. I'm familiar That's why I said what it. they do, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. I think the Oilers will be pretty up for this game tonight, and I think they should go in there and win quite comfortably, to be honest, after... Not comfortably is the wrong way to do it, but the Oilers have been playing pretty tough opponents where LA has kind of not been every single night. Like, I feel like this last month or so, like, Oilers have been playing some good, good teams and they get up for big matchups like this. Let's do a little exercise. I will read off the opponents the LA Kings have played so far this month. You keep track of how many of them are good teams, okay? Okay. Montreal, St. Louis, Washington, Colorado, (laughs) 
<laughs> Holy smokes. I, Going hey, too fast? Montreal. Yeah, bad. St. Louis. Bad. Washington. Middle. Colorado. Good. Nashville. Middle. The Islanders. Middle. Columbus. Bad. Vancouver. Well, good good, good now, apparently. Yeah. Calgary. Bad. bad. Winnipeg. Bad, bad at the moment. St. Louis again. Bad. Calgary again. Good, apparently, the other night. So, there you so go. Seven. I you're right. It hasn't been the toughest schedule. Yeah. yeah, and it's not been. And you look through the Oilers, and I know they have San Jose and Arizona mixed in there, but Arizona's been good, and Esky. San Jose gave us a, gave us a game. So, I, yeah, I just think the, this weird kind of stigmas around the Oilers that they get mm-hmm. down when they play against bad teams. Buddy, that's been up. our brand for hundreds of years. But they're so good against bad teams. They're like 12 Three and one against bad teams this season, or something like that. Maybe not quite like that. But yep. something bad. They've act like to they, their credit. Win. I think we make a bigger deal out of those losses. Like Chicago's beaten Boston this year, yes. and you can go through like those teams win games at some point. I think we have made too much of a stink about the Oilers against quote unquote bad opponents so far this year. Um, we talked about how or the Kings' strength of schedule in the month, and you compare that to the Oilers, where again some of the tough teams they've had to play: Toronto twice, Boston's in there. Dallas, Seattle, two against Vegas now. Like there have been some hard games in their remnant and they've persevered. Again, one of the best records in the league in the month of March. Um, and they'll have to keep that rolling through April if they want a spot in or if they want to grab the top spot in the division. Here's what I laid out. All right. Some of your rem check math for you. If the Oilers are going to win the division, I think they need at least a minimum of 105 points which means you have to go five and two down the stretch. If the Oilers go five and two down the stretch, you would need the Golden Knights to at best be three, four and one. And you would need the Kings at best to be four, three and one. The interesting part with all of this, again, is that there's a head to head between the Kings and Golden Knights. So one of those losses for either side could come in there. The Kings also have two games against the Oilers. So all of this... All of this is to right? line up. Yes. Okay. All of this is to line up and say, you do kind of control your own fate for the top spot in the division. Because if you beat the LA Kings twice, you're going to take two of those only three losses that they can afford out of play here. They're out of here. And you're going to be in a spot to almost control your own fate. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's wild because like five days ago, we're like, okay, let's just settle. We're going to be third place. Mm-hmm. There's no chance. And just weird stuff happens. And here we are now. So now we have to take advantage because ideally, yes, I get it. You know, yeah, we have to play LA at some point in the in the playoffs if we're going deep mm-hmm. and should they get uh win their first round or they play us in the first round and lose to us like i know we're going through this whole debate like who do you want to play in the first round but it would be nice to win the division and play seattle it would be great mm-hmm. even i mean it would be lovely top spot in the conference isn't even that far out of reach right now because you're but only then you're gonna play the, the jets at the moment yeah, actually, that's a good point. I'd rather play Seattle. I'd rather play Seattle. I think I'd rather they play. Got Hellebuck. Like, that's a team that can goalie you. And what I was going to say was I would rather play Seattle versus Winnipeg, Calgary, and Nashville because at least you know against Seattle, you're not getting goalied. And the X factor for all three of those teams... we can go track meet. Yeah, the X factor for those three other teams is definitely goaltending with Saros, Markstrom, and Hellebuck. Those are three guys who... I mean, Markstrom, contrary to what we've seen this year and in the playoffs last year, those are three goalies who can probably steal a series from you. And that would be a little bit concerning. Um, But it is nice from an Oilers perspective to kind of have Seattle in the rearview mirror and not have to worry about potentially sliding into the wildcard spot as well. Uh, We're going to keep rolling along with the short four giant game day. But again, there's a lot to watch outside of Edmonton tonight. The AMA travel out of town scoreboard does have some matchups that Oilers fans are going to want to keep an eye on in the Western conference playoff picture. Nashville is in Pittsburgh this evening, but later tonight, Anaheim is in Seattle. So again, Kraken kind of in the rear view mirror, but still. And Vegas is in San Jose. The San Jose Sharks are terrible. They have one win in their last 10 games. Against the Jets. Yeah, against the Jets. If you want to talk about points percentage in the month of March, yeah, the Sharks are right near the bottom at 269. It is uh, not very good. Maybe we get a miracle. And how about this for a take? I actually care more about the result of that San Jose Vegas game than I do about LA Edmonton. Why? Yeah. It's a four-point game. It is, yeah. And and top spot in the division is still up for reach. But my thinking and saying that is, listen, if as long as Vegas loses, I'm going to be happy at the end of the night, I think. Because then that means either LA crept closer or Edmonton is in a spot where they can charge for the top spot in the division. If Edmonton wins and Vegas wins, I'm kind of going to be a little bit like, damn, now we just got even closer to a guaranteed LA Edmonton matchup. That's my thinking there. Well, but if you're worried about the LA Edmonton matchup, then you want Vegas to lose and Edmonton to win. You got to care about both. I know I care about both, but, but I'm just don't. saying I said I care more about the Vegas loss than I almost do about an Oilers win because I would rather be third and play. I'd rather be third and play Vegas than second and play LA. It makes sense. What I'm saying oh, makes sense. Oh, so, okay, you want the Oilers to tank. <laughs> well, no, that's not what I said either. Okay. I mean, uh, try to, yeah, like go win tonight. But I'm just saying like if Edmonton wins and Vegas wins, I'll be a little bit like, damn, we're pretty much locked into Vegas or Edmonton LA round one. Which at some point we just have to like, I'm with you on like, like, oh man, we got to play the Kings, but like, screw it. Who cares? Sure. We have two guys are going to, they haven't even gone beast mode yet because the playoffs hasn't, haven't started yet. We don't even know what playoff news is going to look like. Danger Suede.
Tyler's right. Vegas game is bigger for the standings than our game. Amen. Thank you for giving me some validation today, Dangerous Wade. On like, a day where everyone wants me to think I'm going insane. I think <laughs> I think that was charity because Dangerous Wade is a very nice man. I don't think he would lie to me. Mm. Mm. I think he's honorable. <laughs> uh, Buck Oil says, how is Jay so smart yet so oblivious? LMAO. Ha <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Vince says Corpusalo scares me. Corpusalo really doesn't scare me that much. It's the King's defensive structure as a whole that does strike some fear into me. And that's going to be a big thing to kind of watch tonight. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Oilers go 11 and 7 or 12 and 6 because they've gone 12 and 6 for both games this year against the LA Kings. And the results have not been there. The Oilers are 0 and 2 with a 3 1 loss back in November and a 6 3 loss back in January. I think everyone watching and you two remember that game in January where things kind of seemed like they were going off the rails for this club a little bit. You think of all the fights they had in that hockey game. The power play looked like shit. The penalty kill was brutal. And then they flipped a switch from there. I think, I think it was that game did the opposite. Well, it did. And when I was talking to Connor McDavid at the NHL all-star game, flex, big flex again, trying to build up some credibility for myself on today's show. (laughs) I haven't talked to Connor McDavid. Uh, He did. I did say once. We have the same pants. It's actually these pants I'm wearing right now. They lifted up the wrong leg. Yeah. There you go, everybody. Connor McDavid did say that game against LA was the turning point for them in this season. So hopefully this is a, another chance for them to keep things going in the right direction. Like, I, I don't know. I just think spicy. Tonight. I know. I, I think it could be spicy tonight. That's spicy. kind of what I'm getting at. And I think we'll see a spicy Connor McDavid tonight. I know you're trying to discredit that idea that McDavid. I is want a nothing like, more than a spicy Connor McDavid. Do you? I do, Tyler. Uh, Tyler Mulek says he wants to see Vinny break Anderson's face. Sure. Yeah, let's just get that out of the way, you know? Yeah, someone's got to address that eventually. Get it done. Le- Leon, Edla, Leon Edla. is just waiting for a precision slash to the ankle. You know. You know it. Leon's I, a prick. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, he I is mean, a prick. And he, trust me, he obviously is not forgotten because it probably <laughs> took nine months to recover from that. He's going, he's hacking the bone. <laughs> Odin says Broberg needs to play more in the AHL. I disagree. I think Broberg needs to play more in the NHL, which is why, again, you're 0-2 going 12-6 and against LA. Go 11-7. and Keep Broberg in there. Hmm. That'd be my play tonight. Mix yeah. it up and start Campbell. Campbell revenge game. No, I would not do that. <laughs> I agree. Skinner is the confirmed star. Stuart Skinner mm-hmm. is your confirmed starter for this evening. Um, the rest of the Oilers lineup is as follows, according to, again, Jason Greger, who's uh, really putting in a lot of effort to today's show. Uh, McDavid with Hyman and Nugent Hopkins up top. You got Drysaddle with Yamamoto and Kane. Bukestad with Fogel and Yanmark. Devin Shore skating with Derek Ryan and Clem Costin. Again, likely Shore drawing out if they do go 11-7. and seven. And the D pairing stay the same. Nurse, CC, Ekholm, Bouchard, Kulak. DeHarnay and Broberg on the other side of this matchup tonight as we give you the lineups brought to you by Sherwood Ford the Giant Anzi Kopitar up on the top line and I think this line will see a lot of dry cycle <clears throat> Kopitar Kempe and Byfield is the trio the second line I would imagine sees a lot of McDavid with Phil Deneau Victor Arvidsson and Kevin Fiala Arvidsson five goals in his last five games one thing I do also remember about last game though Arvidsson and Dreisaitl really going at it. Really? Yeah. I remember that. So that's a little matchup or mini rivalry within the game. I'd also keep an eye on the Kings. Just love trying to get under Leon Dreisaitl's skin. Uh, well, Blake, it's easy to do. Yeah. To a little bit. 
Blake Lazat with Alex Ayafalo and Trevor Moore, Rasmus Kapari with Carl Grundstrom and Arthur Kaliev. Kaliev has three goals. Or sorry, Grundstrom has three goals in his last Kaliev five games. Kaliev does as well. well against us. I like him. I He's did a good player. He was the Lavoie draft year, right? He's got a yes, shot. Yes, so. Because I remember when they were coming down to that pick, I was like, I was watching the draft, like, oh, I really hope we can get one of Kaliev or Lavoie with that pick. And I think Kaliev maybe went right before, or the others chose Lavoie instead. Do you know he's from Uzbekistan? That's an interesting place to be from. Yeah, an, I think he is but he, but he's an American. American, yeah. Well, yeah, born in Uzbekistan. Was he that right draft class? Uh, yeah, 2019. Yeah, a few picks before. Lavoie? Lavoie. Lavoie was 38. Uh, Kaliev was 33. Because there were points that season, Liam, and you're more of a draft nerd than I am, um, where like Kaliev was like a top 15 pick. It, it was surprising to see him fall out of the first round yeah. and even Lavoie, to be honest, yep. at that point too, both of them to fall out. But I think this was a pretty good... Yeah, this was the draft class where all those uh, U.S. development players went in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like this was the Jack Hughes draft class. Yeah. Uh, the D pairings for the LA Kings, Mikey Anderson up top with Drew Doughty, Vlad Gavrikov with Matt Waugh, uh, or Matt Roy and Alexander Edler with Sean Dursey. Really Ooh, good blue hair. Edler, another guy. He's a prick. On the list. Yeah. Remember the neon McDavid. The neon McDavid. He, he's a guy that thinks he's not a prick, but really is. No, he is. And then doesn't like. and, and But he like, doesn't acknowledge it. But th- this is the issue with the current state of the game mm-hmm. is that a guy like Alex Edler can go be a prick and just ruin people's knees and shit and just go about his day as if nothing happened. As if he's done nothing yet. Here is, this will not be my giant key to victory tonight, um, but Darian says, I like pissy Leon. And I will go ahead and say that if you're the Oilers tonight, not that you want to be fully distracted from your game plan, but have some element of prickliness. Well, to your set game. the tone because this could right? be your playoff partner, right? Let them know we ain't afraid. And that's what I liked about that 6-3 loss. Like, we didn't have our game that night, but you felt us. And like, that to me is you take the L that night, but you didn't take like the mental L. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a big thing this evening. Like, don't be afraid to maybe take some wax, maybe take some runs at a few guys and try to set the tone a little bit and let LA know you're not going to get pushed around in this matchup going forward. Liam, is that you commenting in the Oilers Nation YouTube Gavrikov revenge game? Yes. <laughs> that was me. Very on brand. That's very on brand. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, a little Vlad Gavrikov revenge game, but I like to think tonight is a night where Matthias Ekholm shows he's the better defender. Yeah, it was a controversial era for Gavrikov and Edmonton, though. No one really knew if they wanted him. And every time his name got brought up, it was mixed reviews. So we'll see well, what he's got tonight. because we had no idea what he was. All I, of a sudden, like, I didn't even know he was a player in the league. I'd never Until, heard like, the lead up to trade. It was, like, November, and it was like, well, this guy you've never heard of might go for a first. Yeah. You know who I knew the whole fucking time? Sorry for swearing. Mm-hmm. Matias Ekholm. I knew him. Yeah, we all did, yeah. Knew him for a long time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think my little key to victory tonight, again, don't be afraid to be a prick if you're the Oilers. My giant key to victory is going to be compete at five on five. You need to give in that little extra effort. You can't have any sloppy mistakes like you still kind of had in your game against the Vegas Golden Knights. I think against a team like LA who is as deep up front and as a, as good at five on five and even strength as they are, you need to be borderline perfect at five on five tonight. You got an advantage on the special teams with the power play. And I mean, the Oilers power play trending in a historic direction as it kind of has been all season. 
But the giant key to victory for Edmonton tonight against the LA Kings is compete at five on five, compete your balls off at five on five. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be tough five on five. So the others have to try and figure some stuff out on the power play. And I think that's where it's going to come. Like the LA Kings penalty kill is just as bad as the Oilers. So probably time Mm -hmm. to capitalize on that. And I think the stars just got to show up and that's not saying they haven't been, but I think the other stars are better than all the other stars in the NHL, to be honest. So it should be, should be the Oilers night. I think the Oilers penalty kill in the month of March is 18th. The Kings penalty kill is 25th. So it's a good point. Liam We've got an edge. Yep. We'll take it. We actually have the edge on the season as a whole as well. When you look at the head to head board we had built. So there you go. Special teams, clear advantage night and day. Five on five, though, is when where LA is going to try win this game. I'd also go ahead and say officiating is probably going to have a bit of a factor in this one. If the refs want to put the whistles away and just let the Kings hop on McDavid's back and take their knees and their cheap shots and step on guys' ankles and yeah. whack and trip and hook and all the stuff the LA Kings like to get away Smother, with. Yeah. That's why their goals against the solo. And this yeah. leads to my key to victory is just just don't rely on our skill to try to beat yeah. uh, the Kings. Like our skill is there, but like we have to match them for effort. Cause they're going to, you've got a Dino, you've got a Kopitar. Like these are Selkie caliber mm-hmm. players. They're going to smother getting your way. So if we're moving our feet, we're going to draw penalties and we're going to capitalize on the power play, but also um, from our effort, we will also have a chance to dominate them five on five. So just don't try to just like, Harlem Globe Trotters, like, let's put a lot of, let's get the feet moving as well. Some uh, keys to victory in the chat. Good and you said LA is really good. This might come down to goaltending. I agree with that a little bit. I think tonight's a night where I'd really like to see Stuart Skinner not fully steal him, but, you know, in each of his last few starts, there's been a goal or two where you're kind of like, maybe not the best. Don't have those tonight if you're Stuart Skinner. Limit the turnovers right in front of Skinner would be a key to game for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we spoke about it on the last show, Tyler, if we were like concerned by Skinner mm-hmm. at all, but you look at the goals he's allowing. Like The turnovers right in front of him, which turned into yeah. his chances You can take two goals away from yeah. that last game. That yeah. It, like, yeah, they still went in, but like that was some terrible gaffes. Terrible. Uh, Rob Gauthier says, got to stay out of the penalty box and shoot the puck with a big flexing emoji as well. I like that for a giant key to victory. Scott Aroni says key to the game, the refs wearing the appropriate glasses as well. Sure. Why not? And this, this is a good one from uh, guitar maniac who said comparing Ekholm to Gavrikov is like comparing dry to JG Peugeot. It's like comparing <laughs> that sweater to what actually the color red is. I still think this works. I don't think it doesn't work, but if the goal was to match, then it does not work. Okay. Like, I, I don't think it looks because like you can pull blue out of this, right? Like yeah. there's blue in this, in this yeah. family. Mm-hmm. So yes, it works. I did get the hat and this blue lined up. Well, that works. Yeah. Cause they're both blue. Yes. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it wasn't totally off. That's my point. Uh, let's talk yeah. some betting tonight for our friends at Betway. I love your pick tonight in our bet way game day big bets challenge, Jay. This is right up my alley. This is right on brand. Oh, well, thank you. I thought opening day, it's exciting. I did not wear my jersey, but I thought parlaying the Oilers to win because still like the, the money line juice isn't that great, but parlaying it with the Jays, the excitement of opening day, it paying what, 3.15? I think it'll be good. 
a little bit. I think that's a nice little spot. Jay's got Alec Manoa on the bump. He went 16 and seven last year, 2.24 ERA, a war of 5.9. Alec Manoa is the big man. I like that little parlay. I'm going to be riding with you on that as well. Uh, for the game tonight, I'm going with a McDavid goal and the Oilers money line. Plus 140 is the payout here. Connor McDavid hasn't scored in three straight. I think he'll be hungry to find the back of the net tonight. And I'll even go a step further with my prediction. He's going to score it very similar to how he scored that first goal of the series last year in game one, when he kind of cut up the ice, cut to the middle, pulled it back, ripped a wrist shot past quick. He's going to do it tonight just to whoever happens to be a net for the LA Kings. Uh, Liam, what's your bet? What does war mean? Wins above replacement. So that means it's basically like Alec Manoa compared to a replacement level starting pitcher. That difference was worth 5.9 wins last season. Oh, interesting. So it's like expected wins. Yep, pretty much. Okay. I'm going with Oilers to win and Drysaddle two plus points. Drysaddle is two points or more in one, two, three, four, five, six games straight. Six straight games, two plus points. Oh, yeah. Got plus 187. Take that. Take it to the bank is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The Oilers win tonight. I definitely think Drysaddle could get two plus points. I like all of the bets tonight. Shout out to our friends at Betway. Uh, talked about the starting goalie for the LA Kings. It is Jonas Corposalo. And holy shit, has this guy been lights out since joining LA. 1.82 goals against average, 931 save percentage, a 4-1-1 and record. This dude has been a headache for it's, the Oilers as well. probably who's playing in front of him that's really been the difference for him. Yep. If you think back, though, he's played Edmonton once this season or twice. He's played Edmonton twice twice this year. Uh, The first one was in Edmonton. He stopped 34 of 36. The next time in Columbus, he stopped 42 of 47. So you want to go glass half full or glass half empty? Oilers got seven goals in two games against these guys. Mm -hmm. He's got like a 930 or better save percentage. This is where the effort comes in. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of shots. Um, Corpus Allo traditionally, I think has played the Oilers pretty well on top of that. So that's, that's maybe a little bit concerning, you know, tonight could be the under. You said that last game. I know. And I'm an idiot. (laughs) This time I mean it. I always get Corpus Allo's name. I always spell it wrong. Two O's, two O's in Jonas, but I always think it's two O's in Corpus Allo. That'd be Corpus Allo. No, I think the first, I think it's Corpusalo, like Corpusalo. What's the deal with Columbus goaltenders? What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> sorry, the way you set that up was very funny. Uh, what's the deal with who? Sorry. Wasn't Elvis Moose Lickin supposed to be like this absolute stud and Corpusalo yeah. was brutal and then all of a sudden they just flipped, right? That was the narrative, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. kind of weird because they gave Moose Lickens the big extension. And right. remember, they wanted to move Corpusalo at, uh, at the last deadline right. and no one wanted to touch I him. And then he basically it. like got hurt and sat out the rest of the season. 887 mm-hmm. with a four fifteen goals against the average last season. Hmm. Here, I, I got I some know. numbers that'll make everyone feel a little bit better about the matchup tonight against Corpus Allo. Corpus Allo career against the Oilers, three and four with an 885 save percentage and a 377 goals against. Bring it on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> My family group chat is now roasting me for the hoodie. This is today is not my day. Oh, so they're watching. Hi, family. Someone is. Yeah, Hello, I didn't family. see who sent the text. But. <laughs> yeah, because they, they would agree that that's not red. Yeah. Even um, the chat said he wasn't red. The, 98%. But it works, I think, is the point. <laughs> Whatever. But that's not. So what you should have said is I wore this to match my shoes. People what they're not seeing is that 
Your shoes also have maroon in them. The hoodie does match the shoes. Yes. There you go, everybody. Wow. But they do match. Did you put those shoes on this morning thinking they were red? I do view the, I call these my red Nikes. So, oh my God. Amber, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear this. Tough day for your M check. Hopefully things turn around with the Jays and Oilers games tonight. Hey, uh, shout out to our friends at Sherwood for the Giant. It is a Sherwood for the Giant. a color education class. Yeah, do you have a color wheel at home? Yeah, we can go through that and tell you appropriately <laughs> which color. Maybe you, maybe you were brought up to think that was red. And so we have to go and fix that. Because if that's the case, then we can fix that. <laughs> I really learned the colors of the world from smelly felts. Did everyone have smelly felts yeah. as a kid? Yeah. They really articulated the colors like that's why i know what magenta is yep magenta i was a custom framer for a couple of years so i'm very familiar with colors and borders and everything and how to match stuff that's why i wear only black scott aroni approves my outfit someone else <laughs> We're uh, not we weren't talking about kyle, uh, outfit approval. kyle at riot city fitness says maroon is a type of red i agree with tyler oh um there was another one in here Tyson says maroon isn't red, but it does have red in it. I don't really understand that. Well, now we're talking about the creation of colors. Mm-hmm. Like there's also blue in it. So is it a blue hoodie? Aaron is just itching for us to end this show. He can't take it anymore. Uh, <laughs> all right. Game day, short for giant game day brought to you by their fantastic service center. If you want to learn more, hit up their website, shortford.ca. More info in the description. Get yourself of a maroon episode. F-150 today. And people would be like, hey, that's a nice red truck. They would. They would. I'm not. No more. We're done. Also, shout out to our friends at Star Mechanical. You can find out more about them by hitting up starmechanical.ca. We'll go to the guest line on tomorrow's show when I believe Bag Milk is going to stop by for a Friday appearance. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had uh, the bro down. Yeah, the bro down brought to you by Star Mechanical. So uh, that is coming up tomorrow as well. Going to be an exciting show. Three big things for Betway tomorrow as well. Hopefully, we're talking about an Oilers win. Hopefully, we're talking about a San Jose Sharks win over the Vegas Golden Knights. We're and we're sitting here tomorrow, less than 24 hours from now, being like, God damn, the Oilers got a shot at top spot in the division. Well, That's good. Where's Carlson at for points? Like, he needs to get to 100, right? Like, personally, he wants to get to 100. Yes. Eric Carlson on the year is... Uh, 91. So he's got eight games to get nine points. So, you know, this would be a great three-point night opportunity for him. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is four points away from 100. Probably not doing it tonight, but I how mean, can you say for sure? Yeah, yeah, thank you. That was good. You can't rule it out, uh, but be prepared. There might be a t-shirt coming out. I don't know. Ooh. See? Uh, Nugent Hopkins, sixth in scoring on the year as a whole. Since January 1st, he's also sixth in scoring. And since March 1st, He's fourth in scoring. He's been remarkably consistent this year. Last game, career night. And yes, that does allow me to tee up this tweet uh, from Dill Hockey, who says these two are only four years apart in age. LMAO. I would like to add, not that my boy Frank needs me to say this. That's an old picture of Frank as well. Frank's looking very tanned. I haven't seen Frank that tanned in a long time. The thing is with Frank is when you see him in person, he looks young. He does. Yeah. The camera adds 10 years. It, like, it's like, he looks, he looks, he looks like a kid. <laughs> and so him compared to Nuge, the ageless wonder, it's, it's kind of funny to look at. It is. Anyways, there you go. There's a fun tweet for everyone to laugh at at Frank's expense, I suppose. But I think that's also a bit of a comment that Nuge looks like he's 22 still. 
So did you see Nugent after hours the other night? No, enlighten me. They uh, showed up. So the first time Nugent Hopkins was on after hours was after his fourth game in the NHL. Wow. They showed a picture of Nugent then and now, and he has aged. He is not the same. Slightly. His hair looks like something out of the Adams family. Initially, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he, he didn't have style. He didn't, no, he, he did he, not. He, you know, like Tyler. His first paycheck didn't <laughs> land in the bank account yet, so he wasn't able to, you know, invest in a good haircut and stuff like that. Now, you know, he, he he's refined. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me shows age in the sense of his refinement. True. Wisdom. But he does not look, whatever his, his skincare routine is, he needs to share it. Apparently nothing. They actually asked oh, him really? his skincare routine. He said, nothing. It's all natural. Good for him. Man, okay. Good for him. Boy, this <laughs> show was something. All right. Let's wrap it up. Well, I enjoyed glad the you enjoyed it. I, hey, I had a great time. I had a fantastic time, despite all the constant ripping. Um, Steve ends it. He says, cost and Hattie Tyler bet the house. Oh, Why, not? Why not? Why not? He's Costin. due for a goal. Yeah, he's he is due, due for a big one. He's been very noticeable. I expect him to be uh, very engaged tonight. All right. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Short for Giant Game Day edition of the show. We are back tomorrow, noon mountain time. If you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button as well. Enjoy the hockey game tonight, and we will talk in 24 hours. 